This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny It's a revolution In Oh, man, that is the great Eli Braden, a, a song that one day I think may make its way into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What do you think, Jenny? Also, I th- also I what think do you think it, of that segue to our guest? I really like the segue. I think that song will be our new God Bless America. Uh-huh. I think Lee Greenwood has had his fun. Oh, yeah, that's, that's our, yeah this is our yeah. proud to be an American. <laughs> but this is now, I believe, the third person we've ever invited back. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, it was touch and go. We weren't going to, you know, it was like if she hadn't uh, gotten in to yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> we might have pushed it off another year and just seen like what she could do. But she came through for us. She came back and it was one of the most enjoyable guests we've had. And Ever. I feel like I don't want to like put the pressure on her, but now this better be better than well, the well, last time. We may do it at Nation wait long enough. Right. Who is it, Jenny? Yeah, it is Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, now inductee class 2021. Holy shit, everyone lose it. Ow. Thank you, Kathy. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. Oh. Kathy, welcome back and congratulations. Hi. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to talk or not, so now I can talk. You can you, talk you, now. That was your brand. That was your banter moment. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Congratulations and welcome back. Holy shit. You look different. You look like a winner. Like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, that reminds me of a Nick Lowe song. She was a winner. She became a doggy's dinner. You know that song? I actually do know that song. <laughs> I don't know that song, but now I want to. <laughs> yeah, I love Nick Lowe. Marie Provost. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel different. I can't tell you. Like when I got about a week after I got back, I went to LA to do some stuff, and I went out to hear some bands with Clem Burke, the drummer from Blondie, and he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And for the first time in my life, I'm like walking around going, "We're in the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame, and you're not." And uh. <laughs> And people were like coming up and talking to us and it felt really super cool. I don't know how long it lasts, but I'm going to milk it. 
for as long no, as you should you should hold i mean you keep, keep talking about yeah did you at least like while you were in la get to say like do you know who i am <laughs> did you draw <laughs> no but it's better than i used to say do you know I mean, who i, I used I used to be do you know who i used to be right. you know who i was do you know who i was all right show up i don't have mine yet but i'm just gonna say like i don't like i don't like when people milk it too much i think uh for our listeners <laughs> I'm holding up two of my mini Emmys. Um, but, two, of, uh, two of how many? Two of it doesn't even matter. Um, it's yeah. not even half of them, if that makes any difference. Wow. But um, where do you keep them? Where, where, should I take like lessons on where to keep the awards? Where do you? Well, keep I can them? see them all the the first year. Uh, like the first time I got one, and like the I kept them like like they were in my bedroom, like on like a stand, <laughs> so I could see them. I was like, I needed the validation. Um, <laughs> I get that. I still do. Um, I, I don't blame you. I get and that. And I just want to say, it's amazing. I mean, I'm so happy you guys are in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, how how could you not be? But it's like, I'm when I heard about you going, being like this year that you guys were being inducted, I thought, wait, that can't be right. They had to have been inducted 10 years ago. <laughs> so, so I'm so we, glad it happened. We were eligible for 15 years and there was a lot of like, oh, finally, it's about time. But the way I look at it, it was the perfect time because the band still had some issues, some dysfunction, some toxicity to work out. And it would have been it would have sucked to get in like 10 years ago and then have like issues. Oh, yeah. And taint it. Like, yeah. I feel like now we went in when we are super solid and kind of really kind of come to terms with whatever the divorce things were or whatever our our gripes were or the past hurts or the past resentments i feel like all that's kind of over and done you know yeah but um so that was a good time a good time to get in oh i'm so happy i mean there's never a bad time but it is nice when you guys have all like when it's nice to win to have these accolades when you're all sort of like fully formed adults behaving like adults with each other and like, yeah you know, yeah, we and nobody's dead. You know, we were all alive. We were all uh -huh. there. Which and is, but hey, congratulations. That is remarkable for a lot of bands. <laughs> yeah, and one thing that's really cool, it's it really impresses on me, and I think anybody, sh I think anyone should be aware of this, is how, how much good it does you when you are validated by your peers. Yeah. And it's a good thing to remember just for ourselves, because when we come across somebody that's up and coming you know knowing how it affects me i i tend to you know remember that so i can kind of bestow that upon other people because there was a lot of times there were you know like carol king's being inducted and i was just felt like i was like shrinking up i'm like you know <laughs> hundreds of millions of records you know 50 yeah. 60 hits and and then Tina Turner, and you start feeling that I, that's a really overused term, imposter syndrome, but I started feeling like, like it encroaching, like unworthy, unworthy. And then you meet your peers and they're just like, oh, we love you. We love you. And it kind of dispels that. And yeah. I think it's just an important thing for everybody to remember that you can, you can give that to people and you can, and getting it never gets old. No, yeah. it really doesn't. I mean, I wish I could say that it dispels the imposter syndrome, but uh, but it, yeah. it, 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 it it at least like quiets it a little bit for me. But yeah. that, but wow, yeah, no, there's not. That, I mean, that must be such a uplifting 
invalidating thing because I know like comedians always want to make other comedians laugh and musicians always want to make other musicians you know um dig their sound so it's like it's very cool right? yeah and just from like having done something else with like just writing my book like yeah. having authors and writers tell me oh this is a really good book you're a really good writer you know you just kind of feel yourself going yeah Okay, you know, and and going back when I first was getting serious about my guitar playing, you know, I had people that I looked up to saying, "Oh no, you're good," you know, and it it really yeah. matters. It really no, it 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 really matters, and it, I agree with it coming from your peers. There's plenty of <laughs> like it's I shouldn't take anything away, but when a person who's like not in comedy or doesn't know anything is like, "You oh, you're really funny," I'm like, eh, but. <laughs> I know we want that, by the way. I want, I want, I want the approval of strangers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, I totally do. But because of the whole imposter syndrome thing that Danny and I both suffer, like you just always feel like, oh, if somebody that's actually funny, and I'm even worse, where I'll go, like, did they really mean it though, or were they yeah. just being? <laughs> like, yeah. We want every little scrap of praise and crumb of it, crumb oh we can God. get. How, okay. um, how? I have to ask you yeah. about Drew Barrymore. Oh my God. Holy okay. shit. Okay. So, Drew, of this. okay, so Drew was picked and it was kind of like, it kind of happened without us really, like we made a big list and it was just an initial list. Like everybody just throw names that you would, you could imagine. Yeah. And Drew oh, was- uh, Let me add that Drew in, introduced y'all. Yeah, she was the person that inducted us. Yeah. And so the next thing we heard after giving our list was that Drew had been chosen and was confirmed. So there was a little bit of like, well, gosh, shouldn't you have, you know, made sure with us? It was just oh. one name of a list. And, and then of course we just kind of accepted it. And it turned out to be like, she was the absolute perfect person um, because number one, she, okay, we were at a arena. Sometimes they do this thing at a theater, I think. I don't know, to be honest, I never watched the Rock Hall thing before. <laughs> so, but it was at an arena, it was 20,000 people, it was sold out. And I don't think all of them were Go-Go's fans, okay? So we, we um, she, Drew goes out and she was able to convince every single person in that place why we mattered. And oh. it was so cool because what she kind of made clear without even using these words or saying it like this, but she made it clear, like, it's not always about how many hits you've had or how many records you've sold. It's about how many lives you've changed and how you come along and affect and influence people. And she made everybody get it. Yeah. So that when we walked out on stage, the entire arena was on their feet. And that's a great way to start playing. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's so I, I'm so in indebted to her and she was, she was, I mean, I hope they keep her whole speech in because she was genuine. She was sincere. She was enthusiastic. She was charming. She was just, she could, there couldn't have been a better person. As somebody who watches the, the, the awards frequently um, when, when it's released, they keep everything in. I mean, it's not a short show and they, they wind up, keep, I mean, at least for the speeches, for the real, for the inductees, they keep in and it's like, and um and I'm sure like, while everybody, maybe everybody wasn't there to see the Go-Go's, everybody in that arena had I'm sure, enormous respect for the Go-Go's and, and, and for you all. And, uh, and I'm sure she was very good at just tapping into that. And, and, and Well, they certainly did by the time she was done and they did our little video package and all that. And another really cool thing for me was that the band asked me to be the first person to speak. Like oh. they, like they said, 
you have experience and you're a good writer. So you go first and then we'll split up our thank yous so that we're not all thanking the same people. Like yeah. Belinda's going to thank this set and Gina's going to thank our family. So we're not just like, bleh, 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 bleh. yeah. So <laughs> we go out and I wrote, I worked on my speech so much. I tried to cram as much as I could into like 90 seconds. I wanted it to be short, but powerful. And it was so awesome. And the next day, like my speech was quoted in the New York Times, uh, Rolling Stone, Vulture, like when they were recapping, they kept referring back to what I said. So oh my God. I, wow. I was thrilled and they better keep that. They better yeah, so, keep that. Well, they're going to keep that. November 20th on HBO. Yes. They, yes. Yeah. Well, so that's up. What? That's coming up. That's I know so soon. I can't wait to see this. I mean, I'm also... One of the people like um, when I was in high school, I was a very, very big uh, Todd Rundgren fan. And I loved like the old Utopia albums. I know they inducted him as well this time. Right. Um, yeah. He, but he didn't show up. I guess he's, uh, oh. he's not into it. He doesn't like yeah. it. And he didn't even try to show up. He, he made it clear from the beginning. Well, that, he, that I take it all back. Well, <laughs> okay. He left more room, I guess for yeah, us for or you whatever. Guys. But uh, I, I missed his induction because they take you backstage like before you're. And so he was inducted by Patty Smith on, by video. Oh, wow. And so when I when I see it on the 20th, that'll be my first time to see. Yeah, but I love seeing some of the bands. I remember a couple of years back when they inducted like a band I hadn't thought of because it was I was very young, even at the time when they were hits, you know, maybe like five. But the zombies when the zombies. Oh, got I up. love this. And, 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 and it was so and then the surviving zombies got up and sang. And it was like oh. when they did time of the season, it was like, oh, my God, this is like that song's ahead of its time today. And it was like it was like, oh, yeah, that you can see like well, every, they're talking about the influences and I'm sure Drew Barrymore um, set the table for you guys and like everything that came from you guys, a band of women. Yeah, And it's like, this is what has been sustaining us for so many years. Like I've had, I've had people come up, a lot of people that are in the LBGTQ uh, community saying that something about the Go-Go's made me feel like I could still fit in the world, even when I didn't oh. feel like I fit in. And people that started, not only started bands, but that went into, you know, all areas of the arts. There was something about us that represented possibility. And so that's been a really cool thing that has sustained you're, you know, feeling like you mattered or made a difference. Well, I will say that I, like, I remember watching, you know, the documentary, but yeah, when did that, that came out like what a year ago or something? I, I have yeah, no it came out uh, January. <laughs> no, it actually hit, it premiered at Sundance right before the pandemic. And then it was released on Showtime. Yeah. We watched it Cause we watched it. Like, I know I watched it about a month before we had you on. Yeah. yeah. I and I, I loved it, but you know, like, one thing watching that and I feel like what, just to add to what you were saying about like people in the LGBTQ community but like watching that old footage of y'all like, like on stage and anybody trying to heckle it's like yeah well fuck you and then y'all just like you owned everything there was just a even if you didn't maybe even feel it at the time y'all came across so confident and so like comfortable we were fearless skin. yeah and but a lot of it was feeling that feeling of being in a pack you know it yeah. was 
we were, we were like a wolf pack, you Your know, team, and, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, sometimes we would call it the fishbowl because we would be together and we just felt like we were this traveling fishbowl and everybody was like looking and it was, it was such a bubble and you, you can feel isolated, but you can also feel protected when you're in a yeah. bubble and a band is very much like that. So we, we were not too, um, we weren't too afraid of, of and I, th I think that that came, you know, it definitely came across. I mean, even like growing up, like when I was a, like just a kid listening to the Go-Go's, you felt that sense of like, yeah, they're all, you know, like, you know, play your own, your own songs. Like there was this level of like yeah. badass instead of, it didn't feel like a manufactured group. The way yeah, that, well, it wasn't at all. And, it, you know, I, if there's one thing I've tried to stress, like I've had, um, you know, I'm on social media, so I'm exposed to everybody's opinions all the time. It's, and, so uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. It's it really is. Ego like, so encouraging <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of like, oh, well, you know, the Spice Girls this or the Shirelles <laughs> got in or the, and like making people understand that it's not the same thing to be I'm not taking anything away from being a singing band or a singing group that has choreography that's a, a talent too but it's not the same as being a band and like I always say nobody ever confuses Duran Duran with the Backstreet Boys you know nobody ever lumps them together nobody yeah. does that with with guys they don't go oh you know Green Day they're kind of like in sync you know yeah. but, but the Go-Go's the Go-Go's get that we get lumped in with groups of singers that oh. singer dancers and i'm like that's kind of weird so there's that thing i don't know why i brought it up but i did and I'm then glad you did though i think about yeah. this it's, it's it's really true it's like you no one ever makes that distinction with the with with male groups we, we automatically know oh you guys were put together you're new kids on the block and you yeah. were put together here you're not you know yeah, yeah. some perfect head. guy in Florida that's manufacturing boy bands. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, we get, we. I, I even had someone say to me, oh, well, you guys were a lot like Britney Spears. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? How? You know, explain this one. So um, there was that. And then the other thing that the opinions that I get a lot are like, well, this isn't rock and roll. You guys were, I mean, we are as rock and roll as it gets. So whatever yeah. you're entitled to your opinion, but like the whole thing, like about LL Cool J and Jay-Z and, you know, the people that are involved in getting in, not being rock and roll and it's gotta be Iron Maiden and this and that. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, I get it. I get why people say that, but when you hear like what, what, these people say and when you get their like their history and their influence and the attitude it really yeah. is all part of and rock and roll came from country and blues you know that that was exactly. rock and roll. yeah you know it's it's such an you know and yeah they could change the name to the the music hall of fame but it's right. just like it it all has this kind of uh thread to rock and roll i think i really do yeah. There's an undercurrent when people start getting into that conversation, and I'm not somebody who always shouts this, of racism or homophobia, when people start talking about like, oh, that's not rock and roll, like where rock and roll has yeah. to be for sexism is one thing. I was really taken, the other great documentary that I loved, because I was not like a huge, it wasn't like I lived for them, but was the Bee Gees documentary that came oh. out on HBO Max, and it was like, wow, what those guys went through, I mean, I know we think of that disco and all, but 
I mean, it was just brilliant what they had to go through. And, and, and they were very much discredited in their time. Disco sucks. This sucks. That. And then they were, yeah. you know, and they talked about the homophobic undertones of that too, which I thought were interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think just like the Go-Go's did so much for a segment of people, I think a lot of the disco uh, stars get overlooked and yet they were so vital to uh, the queer scene, you know, that they made right. people feel seen and feel like they had somewhere to belong and where they yeah. could be, be who they were and be their authentic selves. That was the disco, the whole disco thing was probably the first place where they, where a lot of people felt safe. I think you're exactly right. And they talk about that in the, in, in the Bee Gees documentary, but it's like, yeah. And it was, it's like, and, and so because um, queer folk were feeling safe, of course, the mainstream, you know, um, toxic masculine society had to like undermine it in some way, which I thought. Yeah, I, I feel like it. Like with music and and with comedy, like musicians, comedians, there is like a similarity when it comes to like how people like a comedian and then hate that comedian. You know, like with music, it's like why are the Go Go's getting in and not Iron Maiden? The same way somebody would say like, oh, I don't think yes. this comedian's yeah, funny. funny. It's like, yeah, they're, it's not your style. Yeah, like this comedian, you know, somebody likes clean comedy. Somebody thinks it's funny to just talk about sex or what, like, yeah, it's a personal thing. And I think for people to just go, they suck. I'm like, according to who? You? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I just you? get sick of, like the opinions, like really? So, and why do you think this is what the internet exists for? You know, is really that, is that why it exists for marketing, advertising and opinion spewing? You know, it's been yeah. so... It's like, how did, did your parents just tell you constantly that your opinion matters? Like for you to, <laughs> that's what I always think. Like how, how ballsy of someone to go, Hey, you suck. You're not funny. It's like, are you like, who are you to tell I me? I never got why people, I mean, I understand, I guess I get older. It's like, maybe I could see the trends, but when people are like, this music sucks or this comic sucks, it's like, they're stating, you don't like them. Right. That's fine. They're yeah. doing their thing. Leave them alone. Leave yeah. Nickelback alone. Alone, they're trying, they're doing their thing. Stop they're playing at arenas, arenas that are sold everywhere. out. So they've, they've done something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, they're, they're off, people are selling out, people like it. You don't like that music. It's fine. There's a lot of music I don't like. It doesn't right. mean it's like, it, you know, I it's music that I'm not going to play, but it doesn't make me so like, oh my God, they wrote this song. I'm so mad. <laughs> exactly. Agree to disagree like a reasonable person to go, hey, that's cool. Good for them. It's just not my cup of tea, but. Yeah. It. Kathy, yeah, what, yeah. I, I'm curious about the night because I, I like yes. going there. Jitters. Do you have a? Do, do you get to oh, bring she's people? Just leaving. Yeah, no, she's 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 she's. she's, she's moving no, my there. sorry, my dog wanted out. Um. Uh, yeah, okay, so it was a whole. Well, let me just back up a little. It was a whole weekend of things. Like the we left on a Wednesday, and then Thursday we had rehearsal. And we hadn't played together in years. We hadn't been together since the documentary premiere and we didn't play there. So, oh, wow. so we, we only had three songs, but it was still, you know, we hadn't played together in a while. And so we had a rehearsal and then we had to go into like uh, camera blocking. And that's when we, that's when I first really saw, whoa, like the tables and they had these placeholders with the face. So you'd see like, all these faces on these pictures, like, and, and, it, and it started getting intimidating 
And uh, so we started dealing with the intimidation the way we deal with everything, which is try to joke it away. So we like defaced our faces and had like devil eyes and, you know, blacked out teeth and, you know, they they make all the people's pictures like frowning, looking at y'all like, so that's (laughs) (laughs) like one fuck you. Uh, So so no, no, but, but the, one of the producers goes, well, I've never seen anybody do that before. So (laughs) We're like, well, we're just blazing trails everywhere we go. Um, and then then we did that for hours, like the camera blocking thing. And then the next day, what happened the next day? Oh, it was a bunch of like rock hall stuff, like just doing kind of an interview and some like little ceremony with a plaque. And the funny thing is I wrote all this. I did a blog on my website of all the behind the scenes stuff. And then like these second tier, like news outlets were like taking my blog and like using it as content for news. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing this for you. You're not, I'm not, I'm not like provide, I'm not a content provider for your paper or your digital outlet. So I took it down. I thought I'll just write it in my next book or something, but it was like all the behind the scenes and everything I felt. And um, the next day, there was this big jam, not jam, but rehearsal for that. What's supposed to be the big jam at the end? I guess it's a tradition yeah, at the end is. of the rock. And so this was incredible because it was so intimidating. Because we go up in the Foo Fighters or the house band, wow. and then they had like Jennifer Hudson. A lot of the people that were inducting, uh-huh. like we're we're singing Brandy Carlisle, Jennifer Hudson, wow. um, and we like we set up our our gear and we were playing like with the Foo Fighters they were the house band but we were kind of backing them up yeah and that went on for about an hour and a half and that was really cool it ended up getting cut it didn't happen but it was just such a fun way like the 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 artist that's her h-e-r yeah she was there like I just never thought I'd be on stage like with Jennifer Hudson and Brandy Carlisle and her and uh, the so there were all these people and they cut it. Yeah, well, it was I don't know what happened, but it the show had gone on like almost five hours. Oh, and I think I think there's I don't know what happened, but they must have had a reason because I, I don't think the Rock Hall would want to not yeah. have it. It's yeah. a tradition. I would hope they would release it at least on a YouTube thing or something. That oh, it was never use. really recorded. So oh. yeah, it was, we just rehearsed it. And we didn't even rehearse it with everybody that was going to be there, just the people oh. that were around. But that's what the news people were picking up on, like, this is what happened, you know? And and I was like, oh gosh, maybe I'm oh. not even supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> oh, well. Is oh, man. You know, I'm a writer. I'm like Truman Capote. If you're around me, you know, Babe Paley, you know, you're all Babe Paley's. My my kids used to actually, when they would say we'd be in a fight or there'd be something happening in the house, they would see a light come up in my eyes and they would say, you cannot put that in the show. It's like, too too late. And so that's how it is. You're exactly right. That's how I know you're a writer, apart from the fact that you wrote an amazing book and you are a writer. That moment there. Yeah, because you you start feeling bad. Like I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't have wrote about that. And then I'm like, but I'm a writer. I get to to live my life and write about what happens. I get to do that. Sorry. Yeah. If if you're around, if you're in my orbit, it's an implied you've signed a release. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's an an automatic NDA. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, comedy fodder. You're all comedy fodder. 
Yeah, I usually have a really good uh, transition to our commercial breaks, but I'm so taken um, with this conversation, I can't even think of any. So we're just going to cut to our fine, fine sponsors. Lovely. And we're going to be right back with Hall of Famer, Kathy Valentine. Go, go. All right, doing it, Nation. We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. You said it, Jenny. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. This is my normal voice. I love it. So everyone, doing it nation, head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50, CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Oh, I was doing so good. I don't care. Leave it. I want people to see how the sausage gets made. Uh, um, Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet. Oh, your favorite sports. Bet online. Where the game starts! Exclamation point. Yes, sir. And, and we're back. We're back. <laughs> what, how about those great products or services? Oh I can't believe that we live in a world with those products. Or services. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, Kathy, welcome back. Welcome. Hi. Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's. Yes, okay. So... Let me ask you this. Who were you the most intimidated by the whole weekend? And I feel like I'm going to know the answer, but. Well, we knew Paul McCartney was going to be there. And as soon as, as soon as we found out that he was going to be there, you know, I had that mixture of like, I hope he watches us play. I hope he misses us play. I hope he, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and then it was like, oh, are we, are we even going to get to meet him? Like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And then it happened and it happened in an awesome way. It wasn't like forced or anything. Cause you know, like behind, like backstage in a big place, there's just all this production going on, like all these crew people and, and, you know, you're kind of looking all the time, like, who's that? Oh, that's Questlove. Oh, oh my God. There's <laughs> a, and uh, so we were just like walking back to our dressing room and there he was. And it was like an, a photo op. And my big thrill was he like, come on. And he pulled me in next to him and he goes, us bassists have to stick together. So I was like, Ooh, this is awesome. And, uh, then I, then I felt like I kind of blew it cause I didn't know what to say. So I, <laughs> I said, good job being you. And, uh, I thought that was okay, but I, he looked at me like I was weird. And then I felt like, oh God, I blew it with Paul McCartney. So then it transitioned real quick to like, he wanted his wife, Nancy, to meet us uh, oh. because she was a big fan. And then she said, you know, I'm the same age as you. And, and then I wanted to ask her, like, how did you marry Paul? But then I thought, well, that'd be a little invasive when I'm just meeting. But how do you marry Paul McCartney? How does that happen? These are, first of all, I just want to give you mad props. Congratulations on being you is amazing. Yeah. I would be so charmed by that. I'm charmed by it just for him. Yeah. And then and then the question, how do you marry Paul McCartney is the only 
question to ask. Yeah, like I'm, and she's my age. Like that could be me <laughs> if I had been where Nancy was. Yes, you know? I know. We're British. Oh, I'm single. Your next book should be How Did You Marry Paul McCartney? I'm single. I'm 62. What the hell? Um, where's my Paul? <laughs> So, um, wait, Danny, you were single last time. I remember. I am. That. I'm still single. Hey, right. well, let's see. Oh, my God. Well, mm-hmm. Kathy, let's, uh, well, we'll talk after. <laughs> this is it. So, um, I yeah, I thought, how he I thought, married a go-go. I thought good job, good job being you was a good thing <laughs> to That's a great line. But he good looked job. at me like I was weird. And I was like, all right, well. And there was some, and later I thought of all the other things I could have said, because I know the people in his band and, and I could have talked about, we were both lefties and I could have talked about, there were so many things I could have like extended my little time with Paul McCartney, but instead he just thought I was weird, but he did say, hey, come on basis. So it was good. But maybe he didn't think you were weird. Maybe you're reading into it. I think I don't think he even remembered it probably. So yeah. I, I, I imagine when you're Paul McCartney, that like everybody is really weird around them. Like the baseline of what is weird, not part the ba- not the baseline, the BASE yeah. line of weirdness is, oh, is, pretty, is pretty high. You'll see my base back there, right? Yeah. There's my base, upright base. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, base. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's so down to earth. Like you you get the vibe right away that he doesn't want a bunch of fawning and gushing, you yeah. know. And I kind of figured out a long time ago is anytime you meet somebody that you, you know, have looked up to you your whole life or have known about, that's a sure way to kind of just negate the whole experience because what is someone gonna say? Yeah. I mean, I, I have it happen to me all the time and sure. oh, not like that. I'm <laughs> sorry. But I've had it happen to me where somebody like they just start saying, and I would rather them just talk to me like, you know, hey, what did, what did you, you, what's your favorite restaurant? I don't know. Just, right. like, just talk. No, it's sort of like after you say thank you, that means a lot to me. Then we can move on to the yeah. next thing, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I felt like it was a nice way to not be a gushy, starstruck fan, but still acknowledge that he'd done a good job being Paul. Yeah, but, but that is hard to like not freak out when you're around someone of that like magnitude. Like, how do you, how, how do you know the perfect thing to say to a beetle, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like if you yeah. turn around and just said the perfect thing, like who? No, <laughs> and yeah, he's going to go, hey, let's exchange numbers and be best friends. Like, I, yeah, I think a million perf- people try and say the perfect thing. To right. first thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the perfect thing is just to be like really natural and, just, yeah. you know, because you know, really what, what I want is I want to be friends. And if we're not going to be friends, no you know, what's mm-hmm. the point in like doing something uncomfortable? You might as well just go, Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. Unless you're going to be friends, which is what I really want. Now, you did know? you have, I want the whole thing. I don't want yeah. a little. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you have any family with you for this? Oh, yeah. I had my daughter who um, is, as you, uh, I think you might remember, she's a freshman at Newhouse in Syracuse. Amazing. Yeah. So she was there and she she got to meet now. Wait, so she's like in and there. She's there and she's like, I'm blown away. She's writing for the Orange Network for a comedy show called Live from Studio B. She's writing comedy. And like they sit around and they pitch sketches and jokes and then they riff on like she's getting that. Well, you know, 
Like I'm like, blown away. That's where, that's, that's where I like learned to do this. <laughs> yes. Kathy actually texted me and told me this and I didn't want to tell you. I wanted her to tell you. It's so cool. And she's doing it. this and she um, she's writing for a student run paper. She's writing comedy for a student run and she's good. I mean, they're using her. She was one of three freshmen that they picked and and all the rest are veterans and they're using they were using her jokes from the get-go so i'm super proud and um um i don't make this as an idol offer I, I if they ever want like to if that group or them will ever want me to talk to them i'd love to just say hi so um and, and, oh yeah you should you're an alumni right oh my god yeah, i'm a i'm a, a distinguished alumni. if you go to the if you, in the new house school there's a picture of me on the, the on the hall of fame i mean it's no rock and roll hall of fame award no no it's it's, it's the, I love, I love it. I love that she's found her thing so quickly. Um, I love that she's good at it. I mean, and I, I like already I'm seeing this new house network, like at, um, at the rock and roll hall of fame, the chairman of the foundation is John Sykes who yep. started MTV. MTV. And <laughs> he was like, he, he runs iHeartRadio now and he's like going, well, if your daughter wants to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, you know, so it's just kind of cool that they that not only do they get the training and the hands on, but that there really are people that kind of, you know, stay connected. Well, to go full circle, he would never remember me from them. But but when I was a freshman, John Sykes, who had created MTV, came to speak to a, to my class. Oh. And, and it was like and it was like. And we were all like, wow, it was like, it was very, very, very cool. And it meant, and, and his meeting me meant a lot. And I always thought like, oh, one day I'm going to, yeah. like, I'll, I'll he, go back to Newhouse to, to speak. He said he would never have done that if he hadn't been at Newhouse. He would have never started no. MTV. Can you imagine? No, like I no know. MTV? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. There would be no Go-Go's. Yeah. You know, the Go-Go's were broken by MTV. Of course. So I'm thrilled that she's there. She uh, flew from Syracuse and we got to um, hang out. And, her, and then my ex, her dad came from LA. So I had my family there and it was really great to, to be able to experience it with, with them. Oh my God, I so just realized awesome. my mom has not accomplished shit. I would have loved to see my mom do something like you. I know my mom is such a loser, <laughs> like what a loser. Our moms are such losers, she's so lucky. Yeah, I mean, Kathy's in the so Rock lucky, Hall Kathy. of Fame, and what my mom has a prescription or subscription to what Veranda magazine. <laughs> oh, that's mean! Don't mom bash. No, I wouldn't. I love my mom. No, we're just pumping you up by we're pumping you up as a much cooler mom to have. Well, she's proud and stuff, but at this, she's also really proud of that she's doing things on her own that have nothing to do with what I, I do. And um, her dad takes credit because their thing as a mom and I mean, as a dad and a daughter was to watch Saturday Night Live from the time she was nine. That was like their thing. And uh, so he's like, he's like, see all those, all the watching of Saturday Night Live. Like, so he's taking credit, but she's good. And like she did, she she had sketches. I was like, and she was acting in them and everything. It's so cool. That you know, is so funny, awesome. Kathy, it's like we're having opposite trajectories because, like, so you're you're big musician and like your and your daughter is doing comedy. So I'm a big comedy person, and I've been watching. So my son's at UCLA. 
He's gonna, he's uh, a, a junior and he started a band with a friend and they're great and the songs are fantastic. And it's like, and I, cause I was like a wannabe musician, but never like, I just dabbled. I was like more into comedy. And it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, he does these things. It's like, oh my God, that's so much better than I, you know, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's the opposite side of the So when you talk about your daughter, it makes me smile and makes my heart sing because it's exactly how I feel about my boy. So It's so great. Cause you know, you just don't know. I mean, you do everything, but you really don't know like, especially because my daughter was raised with so much more privilege than I had. So I was kind of wired to, I had to like succeed because I didn't feel like I mattered. I felt, I felt like, you know, not only did I have to survive, but I like, I didn't feel like I mattered. So I was very, that was kind of drove my ambition. And yet my daughter didn't have, she wasn't poor and she knew she mattered. Yeah. And I was always worried, like, does that mean she's not going to have that get up and go and you know, going for it, Gene. Yeah. You worry about that. You worry, like, what if they just, like, yeah. sit around and, and get things handed to them? And I know. It's a, it's a hard concern. thing. So it's kind of a relief, like, whew. Hmm. You, know. you did good. Yeah, it sounds like you did a good job. <laughs> you could get in the mom hall of fame next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, do we want to get to our, what are we watching? I do, but I, before we get to that, just real quick, Kathy, it, it, I'm so proud of, like, it's like, just because like we knew you and like, not just from reading your book and the, and, and the movie, but just like the last time we talked, it's just like, it's so great. It's so great to hear about your daughter. And thank you so much for coming back here. It just like, is like, oh yeah. And I'm really special to do this. Cause I realized when I got back, like that the rock hall of fame has been this like pulsing energy under my life ever since I found out we were getting in and I was like very consumed with like losing weight and getting the right outfit and, you know, yeah. being prepared. And yeah. it was just like, and anticipating and worrying and excited and who's going to induct. It was just like this big thing, just kind of throbbing under my life for months. And when I got home from it, I realized that I now had space to realize that my relationship had come to an end from COVID. My daughter had moved out right. and, I'm kind of like, uh, like I don't have that thing and I need to focus on, like I want to apply to MFAs and stuff and write another book and, and doing this, like every time I have something to do. So th that was just a long way of saying, I'm glad I got to do this. Oh, well, no, I liked it. I don't, I, I, Actually, I was like burying my soul, but anyway. No, I liked it and I related to every moment of it. I had like my, like in, in one year, my, it, like in, in the course of one year, uh, my job of 11 years ended, my marriage of 23 years ended, and then the world ended. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and it was like, ah, so like coming up, I know what that means. These things are life rafts and they rebuild you and you get re-energized to do that next thing. And so it's- uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little disconcerting. I feel a little adrift, but you know, <laughs> I'll get it together. I think it, you're gonna it, be- it Sounds like you do. Um, speaking of, so, but speaking of being adrift, like we talk about, like, what are some of the things you've been watching and enjoying? Have there been anything? Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm super thrilled because the song Vacation, which is my biggest hit that I brought into the Go-Go's, there was a really raw version done when I was 19 years old that I sing with my band, The Textones. And this um, TV show on stars uses it for their theme. The entire song, it's called Hightown. And- oh, I heard uh, about this. Oh, I've, yeah, I've heard of this show. I haven't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, so I've been watching that because it's just so cool to hear a little 19 year old me singing, you know, and it's been this awesome thing. And plus the show is, it's got some interesting characters. It's, it's a lot 
uh, grittier and um, it's, I mean, it's brutal at times, but I, but it's good. I like it. So I'm watching the second season of that. Before that, I was watching Unforgotten, a British uh, cold case file thing that ended. I, I don't know anyone else that has seen it, but I want to talk to someone because I wasn't expecting it to end the way it did. And I haven't been able to, to debrief with anyone about yeah, Unforgotten. I'm going to watch it. Okay. I'm I need to debrief. You I'll know, debrief. Oh, you're going to get it. What, what is that on? Uh, it was on, it's PBS, but you have to get it through Prime because I had to pay oh. for the last season. Okay. Unforgotten. I'm going to look for it. Yeah. And may, you know how those British shows are. We're like, they're just the, it was, it's just really good. And plus it was something I could do with my mom because my wow. mom's English. So I could spend more time with my mom, but we didn't have to do a lot. We could just sit there and, you know, watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can think of. Hmm. I don't know. I want to make my book into a TV show. That's one thing I want to do. You should. Your book is fantastic. By that the would way. make it's not, great. It's not the Go-Go's. It's like, I want it to be like a, like Gilmore Girls with Fleabag as the mom. That's kind <laughs> of my, my little cross <laughs> panel thing, like a real mom and daughter show, but not all like, like, yeah. Like where, so I want it to be like that. So I don't know how to do it, but that's one thing I'm going to focus on. So I've been looking, yeah, I'm looking for shows that inspire me to kind of get off my ass. And I don't want to write the whole thing, but I want to come up with the concept and yeah. dump it on someone. Well, I think that's a, that, I think it sounds like a good idea. I just do actually. And it sounds really personal <laughs> and that like makes a big difference. Yeah. For real. Like a, a gritty like 70s set thing with like and it's not all about it's not about music it's not about the go-go's it's about oh, a mom and a daughter yeah. yeah and the yeah and the mom is like a fuck up but a, you know not a well-meaning fuck up like yeah. <laughs> i, I think that. it's a great idea and um, with drugs and all that like the the 70s dope pushers and not dope pushers like that you no. know i don't know <laughs> What else? What else? What What have y'all been watching? Tell me about. I'll anything. go. I'll go next. I just. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's on. Um, this was on. It's on Hulu. It's a. What it must have been a BBC or Channel Four show, and they only there's twelve episodes total, two seasons. It, Sharon Horgan is. It's co-starring Sharon Horgan and this woman, brilliant. She wrote them all. Um, and it's her. Um, Aslin B or Aislin A-S, It's A I S L I N. She's uh -huh. brilliantly funny. And it's basically about two sisters, Sharon Horgan being the more together one and, um, and Aislinn being like um, the younger one who at the very top, is Sharon is picking her up from a rehab where she's had a nervous breakdown. But they don't really talk about like she's there. It's their dynamic of a fucked up sister and a, and a supposedly together sister. But it's not like but it's really, really funny, really sweet. I just like I watched all 12 episodes. Um, this, I got nothing done. Really. I just watched all 12. Oh, I need to watch. It's, something. It's what is it? This, it's called This Way Up. This Way Up. And it's it just is. Mwah. And um, what's his name? Tobias Menzies. Like, oh, he's great. I he's love great. That. And 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 so the younger the younger sibling is a um, she teaches English as a second language to groups and she basically private tutors um, uh, Tobias Menzies' son, who is just some kid he inherited from France because he got somebody pregnant there and she's now old and has to like help. And that's so they have a May December relationship that's like very credible and it's just really well done. Um, 
So oh, that's my that's my recommendation. Yeah, and Penny? I love Sharon Horgan, by the way. We love her. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I just watched Red Notice. Have you seen this yet on Netflix? No, but it's it's getting killed review wise. What's it's it getting called? Red what? Red Red Notice. Hmm. Yes. And it's got The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, which is should be good. I have to tell you, I liked it. I thought the dialogue, the the chemistry between the two of them was so great. It's like no, this this FBI detective with like the number one art thief in the world, yeah. and it's the two of them, and it's the Rock and right. Like they're so enjoyable. I don't know why it's getting killed as much as it is, it is because I really thought like it held my attention the whole time. Oh, it it. Like the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I was like, I don't know why this thing is getting just beaten into the ground. It doesn't deserve it. I, you know, and I watched the clips that looked really funny, and I saw I saw some on Kimmel that looked funny. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, it. I would recommend giving that a whirl. Okay. I also just saw that Sean Chi. Oh, that was fantastic. What's it called? Shang-Chi. 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 It's a a Marvel. Yeah, Disney Plus. It's a new, the new Marvel. Is that with an X for Shang? No, it's a S-H-A-N-G hyphen C-H-I. Okay. And it is great. It's like, I don't even like Marvel movies. Like, I'm not like, this is not my thing. This is all Asian, um, super, and, and it is, it's, the quality of it, the writing, it's actually funny. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's, I like her. Yeah, she's great. I didn't even know she was in it, but I thought she was fantastic. Uh, Action's amazing. It's really, really good. And the villain yeah. is like complicated and not like purely villain. It's like all great. It's like, yeah. It's, oh, I'm so glad yeah. you saw that. I love that. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, now, those are my those are my two recommendations. Do you do you only talk about TV shows or do you talk about movies too? Movies, those are two. Both those. Oh, are those movies. are two. Movies. Oh, those are movies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that um, that I love the card counter. The the. Oh, um, I, I went to the I went to the premiere of uh, one of the premieres of that because my friend was the poker consultant on that movie. I thought that <laughs> show was. I thought that was amazing. It was heavy, right? It was yeah. good. Yeah. Oscar Isaacs was great. So good, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I don't get. I haven't been to the movies other than that for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good. I Anything else, Jenny? Uh, no, that's it. Those are my two. Anything for you? Good. That's it. All right. We've so had a we great podcast. Another one for I mean, the ages. One. I would give it one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would ask for it back. And then I'd ask for it back. Take, take, <laughs> get hands on it. When do you get your award, Kathy? When do they send it to you? They're heavy, so they they said they would ship them to us, and I'm waiting for it. Um, sure. yeah. yeah. Do you have a tracking number at least? No, <laughs> no, nothing. I can't wait for it to come. Yeah, put it up with all your other stuff. That's cool. All right. Well, November twentieth on HBO. Everyone watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yay! Yeah. I think I'll have yeah, a watch party. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So much. Thank fun. you so much, Kathy. Thank you, Doing It Nation. We love you. We're, and we will I can't be top. Back. I, I, I look. I, I'm. I don't think we can top this next week. We'll have somebody great, but yeah, and we'll tell them that they're subpar. I mean, I don't think we're gonna unless <laughs> unless Paul McCartney says yes. Yeah. Uh, um. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. But thank you. We'll see you next thank week. Thank you, Kathy. Appreciate. Hey. It. Thank you, doing it, Nation. Hey.